The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with college football legend and actor Darnell Autry and football coaching genius J.D. Harris. Outside the Spotlight is your source for the latest news about what the stars of the past are up to today, as well as unique insights into the current worlds of sports and entertainment. Now, here's Darnell and J.D. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I am your host, Darnell, uh, and I'm joined uh, by my co-host, J.D. In the spirit of Halloween, he comes to us from the Bat Cave. <laughs> What's up, JD? Sir? <laughs> What's happening, man? What's going down? Yeah, he's 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 called in from his Bat Cave, so you know we have to uh, we have to talk about that later, anyway, JD. Yeah, I'm just doing some research on entertainment. <laughs> if if, if you on. if you if you will, yes, if you will. Well, as always, uh, super pumped up about the show. I gotta be honest, though, I'm a bit tired today, man. It's been it's been a long week, JD. Sir. What's been going on, man? Talk man, I, I, you know, <laughs> it's just been mental, man. It's been a long week, man. It's been a really long week, and then we got you know the Halloween uh, extravaganzas and all that noise coming up this weekend. Since you know Halloween's in midweek, and then you also got to dress up midweek and blah blah blah. So I mean, it's been it's just been a long week, you know. <laughs> oh, poor you. Yeah, I know. I know. My my poor <laughs> life. I, I, I struggle. I really do. I struggle a lot. I know. I, I, <laughs> I gotta address that. Maybe I need a therapist or something because I, I got a lot. I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know the Autrys do it up, whatever they do. So I, I, I'm sure that you guys are fatigued and then. Yeah, you know, we go we go full strength as always. Uh, and as always, I'd like to start the show out with thanking Grant. Uh, Grant, I appreciate it. Uh, all your work and all your effort for putting together these um, these write ups. Uh, you ain't getting paid for them yet, but you will eventually. I assure you, right, JD? We got them. Yeah, well, we got something for them. I mean, <laughs> we got a couple of wick checks and some other Yeah, for yeah. Them. Christmas comes, you know, you can get you, you know, look forward to like a fruit log or whatever, whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he likes that. It's good. He, he, we gonna, we gonna send him one of them, a big nice reef or something, a fruit log and a, and a reef. So. Yeah, you know, and he's in Minnesota, so. I, I, we might send them, a, you know, some rays of sunshine too. Yeah, like yeah. No, I heard it got red. It's sleety, snowy, whatever there. So maybe we should send them some galoshes or something. Although, although I don't think we can. I don't think there's anywhere in there so you can buy galoshes, right? I don't think it's. I think we gotta drive like three hours. Today, but <laughs> we can go, we can go to, on, on to eBay or something. I guess. We'll think about your grant. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out, on boy. We'll, we'll get you all sorted out. Um, so. Uh, you might we might as well just get into it. I mean, we're yeah, already here. We might as talk, well. I'm looking at it. And I'm a little upset. I, no, I, you know, I know, I know you upset, but I know you also pumped up and you want to, you know, you want to gloat or whatever because you know you didn't win something or whatever. You didn't won whatever. No, no, I'm used to winning, so there's no need to gloat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Is, what, it is what it is. Whatever, like, man. Know, like we were taught when we were younger, when you scored a touchdown. 
my coach taught me, act like you've been there before, so you don't need to celebrate. Whatever, dude, whatever. You won, again, you won week one, and then you win week four, and all of a sudden now it's a winning streak. I don't think I didn't notice, I didn't see that, that email you said there was a winning streak. Uh, I'm just saying, it's going to continue on. We had a little hiatus. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. So, let, let's just go. I mean, because even a, a broke clock is right twice, and you're right about uh, the first Yeah, uh, whatever. I was sick to my stomach. Whatever, dude. Okay, so let's let's get on some of these notable games. Uh, Tennessee at the Ravens. Man, uh, were you surprised? Were you surprised? Yeah. Uh, just so you know, you said Tennessee. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Texans. Sorry, sorry. That, that's all me. Yeah, no. See, uh, it's been a long week. I told you. Uh, uh, Tex- <laughs> Texans, Texans, yeah, uh, pound. I, I expected a slugfest. It, even with Ray Lewis down and uh will coming back, I figured that the Ravens would still have a little bit in them. Man, they have nothing. I, 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 uh, I didn't think that they had it in them. I just, I just feel, I just feel like Ray, Ray is such a big personality. And honestly and truly, like, real talk, you know, before he was, before he was not there, you know, before he got injured or whatever, I mean, they had, they had moments where they didn't look like the old Ravens. You know, I think we, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago where it was like, you know, you know, it, they look a little bit long in the tooth from time to time, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I felt like they, it was some games that I saw them being very physical, but at the same time, you lose Webb, you lost Terrell, and then Nada was banged up. It, it wasn't the normal Ravens. No, I mean, so, no, it, no, agreed, 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 but I, I still. I mean, what, you don't just lose one star. You have three or four stars missing. Like, perennial stars right no i agree with that but i also think the personality is you know like you like we talked about last week you don't replace somebody like him and i think that there was no uh you know i, I don't know who's going to be the voice in that locker room that says hey listen you know when things get tough let's 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 keep going you know what i mean i don't i don't know who mm-hmm. that's going to be ed, ed ed reed but ed reed's got to be healthy and participating and you know what i mean so and he can't do it all you know what i mean he he, he can't he can't do it all so it's going to be interesting. I think they're in for a long, long year. To be honest with you, I don't think I don't see them uh, uh, coming out of this. You know, on I'll top. say if they got everyone else back except for Ray, I still think they're a wild card team. Yeah, if I just they don't get Webb back. It's going. I'll say more Nada than Webb, but at least if they get Nada back, it gives them a lot of flexibility on what they could do with that front because he's a man that constantly demands double teams. So then, you know, you can make a team one-dimensional still with him. I think it just depends on how well he comes back. If he comes back and he's only 50%, then that doesn't help the cause at all. If he comes back and he's 90 to 100%, then absolutely. But it's tough to come back. It's now, what, week eight. You know, it's tough to come back in the middle of the week. Not that you're that he wasn't banged up probably before the actual injury. You know what I mean? Now you're Now you're – you got multiple issues now. You got one major and probably several minor, as as most most football players at this point are dealing with. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I think it's gonna be a long year for the Ravens. Uh, Minnesota at the, uh, you know at the Cards. Um, I, I can't say that I was surprised. I was really surprised at how how fast AP looks. I, I, I'm still in awe that he he's come back the way he has from that injury. Yeah, I, I mean, 
he's just he's a rare breed. <laughs> there's no he's a, he, there's no other way to describe it. I mean, a guy that comes from that type of injury, and he's still saying today, "Oh, I'm not even a hundred percent yet." I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's tough. Uh, to, that's tough to wrap my wrap Mon's mind around it. And you know, he 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 ran through a pretty good Arizona front front four, though. You know. Yeah, and he's averaging like five something a carry, like five point one a carry. Yeah. So you know, he's on a pace for fifteen hundred yards. So you know, do you think AP Arizona? I thought that. They had a better overall team than Minnesota. I thought that uh, the Cardinals would go into that game and, you know, make uh, Minnesota one-dimensional, take away the run, and force them to pass. That didn't happen. It actually felt like they did. They were trying to do the other way. They were trying to take away the pass and force them to, you know, force them to run. And, yeah. and that that was and, not working. Well, that's that what they ended up doing, and I felt like that was a bad formula. Yeah, that was okay. not going to work. That's, you know, yeah. AP was definitely brought yeah. all that you wanted. Exactly. You stop AP, you stop the Vikings. You make them one-dimensional, and then you put your safeties back there and let them bang on Percy as he's going, and that's what you do. I, and I, they didn't do that. But And I got to I gotta say, though, I got to put it in there, though, man, Percy Harvin is an animal. He is a mini AP, and his fantasy production has been off the chain this year, by the way. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I do think you're right. I think you make it one-dimensional where you have to run, and then you double Percy, and then I think that pretty much does it. But you know, I think it's I think that 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 formula is easier said than done because obviously you got to have the right personnel to be able to do that, and you got to have the front four to do that. And I just think that some you know a lot of defenses in in the NFL are geared either one way or another. It's very rare that a defense have nice even balance of you know shut down corners and 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 up front guys that can really do the complete thing. You know. Yeah, but the Cardinals actually do have that. They have a solid front four. I mean, they have a solid front seven, if you want to be honest. And uh, Not solid Peterson, enough, clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just don't think they came prepared. And also, you got to think about it, it's the other side of the ball, too. Right. You know, they only put 14 points on the board. So, you know, three and out, three and out, that doesn't get the job done. Oh, out. no, no, absolutely. And, again, I think, you know, you win a game based on a full team you know, uh, and uh, I will also say this: that sometimes, you know, it's also rare that you have a, def- a team like, uh, you know, the Super Bowl Green Bay Packers, where their D is just god awful, but their offense is so, you know, so dominant that, you know, they if they can hold you to thirty points, your your offense is going to score fifty, and you'll be in good shape, you know. Yeah. Or the, or the Indianapolis Colts, for that matter, that that team as well, you know. Yeah, and then I mean, since we're talking about the Cardinals, you want to just since we're all thrown off with these weeks, you want to talk about last night's game? Man, man, I I I don't I I really don't know what to say about uh, last week last night's game. I really thought that uh, Minnesota was going to come prepared. I really thought they were going to be a dominant again at home. Yeah, see, to me, I felt like. I don't feel like Minnesota's there yet. I don't think that they're a complete team. So for me, that didn't shock me. I felt uh, at the beginning of the season, I thought Tampa Bay would be a little bit more dominating earlier, but it takes a while to get that cohesion. And I think, I'm not saying that they're there yet, but, I mean, if you look on paper, Tampa Bay is a better team than a lot of teams. Yeah, and and I think I think fortunately and unfortunately for some teams that you know games aren't decided by what what it looks like on paper. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of teams that 
I feel like, yeah, on paper they should be a lot better, but it just, you know, you get them on the field. Like I feel like the Jets are a lot like that too. You know, on paper they 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 got a lot of uh, guys that are that are that are stars, right? And then they get on the field, and it depends on who shows up, and it depends on how the game goes. It's you know. I want to say that for the Jets last year's team. This year, I'm not. Well, that's so what yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking more of. I was thinking more of last year's team, but I thought this year's team would be better only because of the experience. Yeah, I mean, when you lose Plexigo, uh in the red zone, even though he's not as fast, I think you lose a lot. Uh, and then, especially Reeves going down now, you're really in trouble. Uh, I mean, but it, anyway, going back to Tampa Bay. I just feel like, okay, this would be the year that Freeman takes his stride. You, you have a big t- target in Vincent Jackson, who is a very difficult person to match up with with the average corner. But, man, uh, I'll tell you what, though. Listen, real talk. Last weekend when, they, when he had that 87-yard bomb, man, did he look slow as molasses. Man. I was in, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for him because he's on my fantasy team. I'm like, is he kidding me? And my sister, me and my sister, because my sister's got Freeman on her fantasy team. So we're like, yeah, we are so pumped up. And then all of a sudden he gets hawked down. We're like, what? I mean, it was just, let's not make no mistake about it. He still did the complete thing, but man. Hey, you can't ask for everything. You, you, there you go. You want everybody to be too <laughs> If I've got a, if I've got a 30-yard lead on somebody or a 40-yard lead on somebody, I sure as heck expect that I could outrun them to the end zone. That's, that's what I think in my head. In my head, I can't wrap my mind around getting ran down like that. But. Yeah, but it happens. Yeah, I, I, I clearly, I guess. Clearly. But yeah, I, I think it's good. I, I think you're right. I think Tampa Bay is better on paper. I don't think they've always shown it. Uh, I think they're on the upswing. I hope they're on the upswing for my sister's sake and for, uh, uh, the team's sake, you know? But. Yeah. But, uh, who, who, who knows? Who knows? I, I felt like though that it was really surprising. I did think that they, that Minnesota had a chance to come back there if they would have went out, if they would have scored, that last time it would have made the game interesting, but I don't know that Ponder has been put in that position enough to to have to step up and be the lead and 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 take the reins of a team like like that. I don't I don't think he's ever been in that position, and and it was clear that when he had that shot, it he didn't take it. But let's not forget Doug Martin's coming out party. Oh yeah, he came. I mean, he 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 came to play. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I think I think everybody I think in the world knows now that Doug Martin can absolutely run. He's got great moves, got great feet, got great balance. Now I think his expectation level has now been raised. Now they're looking at it, going, "Okay, Tampa Bay should be a lot better because Doug Martin is the truth." So, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, let, let's take a break. We'll take a break, and then we'll uh, we'll get into uh, the next week's uh, predictions. Uh, we'll be back, Darnell Autry. Voice America OTS. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Hibbert. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. <laughs> and we are back. And, and I, uh, me and Danny were talking during break, and we were we were recapping on uh, uh, Vincent Jackson's getting hawked out. And uh, w- would you say, JD? I said he just moved himself to a new position, tight end. <laughs> <laughs> that was his reward for that long eighty-yard run that got hawked. Oh, that's funny. Him and Dallas Clark—they're going to go to the uh, New England Patriots. They got their own Gronk and uh, Hernandez. They got uh, Dal- they got Dallas Clark and um, <laughs> Vincent Jackson. Well, hey, mark my words, it's going to happen. It may not happen this year. Give us a week, two, or three. You're like, right you still now, you still want to stay I, in the I league? I know thinking. He's like, man, we could really use him at tight end. Him versus a linebacker all day. Exactly. All a day. Corner, unless it's a, a jump ball. All you know, they might flex him out in, in, in the red zone. <laughs> but, uh, 20 to 20. Uh, all day. So funny. So funny. Uh, are we, are, do we need to mention any of these other games that we've, we've oh, noted absolutely. last week? New York and the Redskins? Yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a tough battle, man. That was a really tough battle, really tight. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was funny how O.C., and now, I mean, and a lot of guys were saying Monday or after the game Sunday, they were like, Robert Griffin is fast. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks but for noticing, guys. Thanks for like, noticing. You know, Michael Vick, you know, we played against him. Robert Griffin is fast. Yeah, thanks for noticing. Yeah, finally, somebody gave him some love and some, some props on how fast he is. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, let's be honest. You know, he played a, a fairly solid game. The boy is a, is a ball player. Right now, that's I, I think he's close to being my rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, you think you like that? You you like him for rookie of the year, huh? Uh, he, he's not doing anything to dispel that notion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he he's a beast. There's no there's no doubt about it. I, I can't. I, mean, I still he, right I still now, have a hard time handling his hairdo right now. But it, it is a where people have to 
playing against him. If Douglas Martin has continues to have breakout, then he might be the guy. If he continues. Yeah, exactly. But RG3 has already done it. They're changing their complete game plans. Right, Justin right, right. Blackman, is he still playing? Ashawn is yeah. hurt. Uh, Russell Wilson is the closest thing. Then Luck. Right. Uh, Trent Richardson, he's, he's been, you know, up and down. But after that, who can you name? No, the that's true. Guys, that's none true. of them. No, it's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's definitely showing out. Uh, yes. Patriots, Patriots, Jets. I knew that was going to be a slugfest. Uh, honestly, I had to go to bed on that one because I was like, well, it's going overtime, so yeah, whatever. I, and, and the thing is, even though it wasn't uh, Sanchez's fault, but yet it was right on the last play. He still shouldn't have forced the throw. Right. And, but and I think give this week they're going to be playing Tebow because otherwise hands are going to be rolling anyway. So they might as well be play and see what they have. Nah, I don't know, man. I think I think you want to. I mean, at least you're competitive with with Sanchez, and then you're putting points on. You put Tebow in there. I don't know that you're gonna be as competitive. But if they lose another one, they're not gonna be competitive anyway. So you have. Well, to. I think I still think though that NFL still cares about like, okay, you lost, but you only lost by five, or oh, you lost, but you lost by thirty. That's a whole different animal. But here's the thing, and I, I'm not trying to. Shoot Tebow's horn, but Tebow gives you he he's won. He wins games at least, even if he's running it. Even though it's ugly, he still keeps you. It's a very, it was a, it's a, it's a, it was in a very limited time frame. And again, I, I again, I think he's a great player. I think he's a good leader. I don't think he's a quarterback, and I don't think he's ready to lead an NFL team to anything more than the limited limited opportunities that he had. Uh, you know, in Denver, which is which is great. I mean, I, I think it's great for him. I think it's great for the career. I would never knock anybody. We're like, hey, you know, he's terrible. He's awful. No, I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's awful. I just don't think he's a quarterback. And I think that the the situations and circumstances that he was put in last year is totally different than the circumstances situation that he's in now. And I also think that you know, if you really thought that he's a quarterback, you really think he's a quarterback or a um, you know that kind of person. I still think that. A year's worth of quarterbacking in the NFL is totally different than me putting, you know, putting him in for a game or two or three games and seeing what he can do. You know what I mean? I mean, he he won seven games last year, got him to the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't I don't believe that they were all one armed. Obviously, him. I don't think no, that no, but he let's let's put three or four games. Even though he didn't do good the whole game, but at the end of the game, he won. And so my thing is at this point the Jets aren't winning. And the thing is, you have to get your best 11 athletes on the field. Yeah. And apparently, you know, obviously, he is one of the best 11. And Bill Polian made a, a, a great point today. He said, well, then put him up at like a fullback or tailback and let him be your John Riggins. Done. I mean, that that, uh, that I'm for. I'm, I'm all about that. Let's do it. Make him your but, John Riggins. Do it. But do my it. thing is, I think Sanchez or Sanchez, his former name Sanchez. I think he's gone mentally already. So all all you're doing is waiting for him to go lame duck and get beat up. You might as well 
Well, I wouldn't. I mean, again, I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't put him lame duck. I mean, they're putting up 26 points. They still were against the Patriots. I mean, it's not like they were playing a bad team. But here's the thing: the Patriots aren't the Patriots this year on defense. They're, but still, they're a lot better than they were. Twenty. I mean, they're a lot better than they were. They weren't that good last year defensively. Come on. But they're still rendering a lot of points. Yeah, but Everybody I mean, again, you're, but you're playing the, the Patriots still. I mean, whether the, it's still mental, it's a, in, it's a rivalry, it, the, the emotions are high. I still think you put up 26 points against them, even if you thought they were garbage. They've had a couple games this year where they've, they've shunned people, they've shut people down. But then so, they've gotten beat by mediocre teams that offensively like Arizona. So in other words, <laughs> you're saying the Jets are not mediocre with, no, with Sanchez. No, I'm saying that the Jets are mediocre with Sanchez, and I'm like, at this point, he's already... I just remember being in Chicago and when Rick Meyer came uh, as a prime example. When Rick was at Seattle, I mean, first year, rookie of the year, something happened in that second year where he wasn't the same guy, kind of like Vince Young. And once he came in, you looked in his eyes, and I don't know if you remember, but you could just see he wasn't physically there. This reminds me of, uh, Sanchez reminds me of Rick Meyer. Hmm. And I think at that point, all you're going to get at this point, he's going to be a career backup. Hmm. Yeah, I, and, I, I can see, I can see him falling to the, by the wayside. I still don't so, see. So you need to really know what you have with Tebow at this point. You know, maybe you go another game, but if you lose another game, you might as well go with Tebow so you can shut everybody up. You know that's calling for his name, and so now in the off season you get rid of both of them. Yeah, well, because yeah, as long as you have them there and don't give them what is considered a fair chance, because let's be honest, with the Wildcat that they're running is not even really good. They're not doing anything to make a double read. You're not letting them pass. Right. You're not doing anything. And, and here's the here's the terrible thing: there's no nobody to throw to on their team. <laughs> I mean. That's the reality of the Jets right now. Right. Right, right, right. I got you. I got you. That that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Uh, Other games, man, what a snore the 49ers in Seattle was. Yeah. That was a complete snore, and I knew it was going to be, and it just, it just, (laughs) I was like, I liked it. I'm not going to lie, because it was physical. Yeah, that's uh, you, you. You like those kind of games. I just think they're kind of like whatever. Blazuzer. Uh Tennessee and Buffalo. Chris Johnson had a coming out party. Yeah, welcome, I didn't welcome, to it. Welcome, welcome to the party, Chris Johnson. You are still, I'm. You are still. You still got it, homeboy. There's no doubt about it. I mean, those wheels are all ridiculous. I mean, he is extremely fast. There's no. No ifs, ands, or buttons about that. I mean, he he showed Buffalo really what was up. I have a feeling he's going to be wearing the Cardinals jerseys next year. And you know what? That would not be terrible. Only problem is that I don't know if the Cardinals are really going to be willing to take on that $100 million contract that he's got out there. True, true, true. You know, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to want to eat that, but you, well, they got to do something. They they absolutely positively have to do something. And uh, the way they're going right now, they might get in the draft. I mean, they may be... You know, right there, the draft, and I don't know who's coming out this year. I, unfortunately, you know, my this year for me specifically, I've been paying attention to my Wildcats, and then everybody else has just kind of just been kind of, you know, paying attention background as to who's in, you know, number one, two, three, four in the country or whatever as peripheral. But 
I, you know, they may they may have to do a draft, and they need a star, or they need to pay somebody. That's all there is to that. Yeah, I, I agree. They're, they're hurting. There's so. no doubt about it. Uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, where we. Uh, <laughs> I, I I had a feeling that uh, New Orleans would have that number. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dallas at Carolina. Cam, Cam, Cam. That's wow. all I gotta say. Yeah, I know. I know he. Uh, they were talking a lot, talking really bad about him at the at the end of his press conference, right? Because it kind of felt like he was yeah, kind of crying and going on. Uh, even Warren Moon felt like this is more uh, racially motivated with the media. Uh, Cam, you know, denied that fact, which caused a lot of debates uh, within the media, uh, saying that you know, of course, Cam is going to say that because you're taught to say, you know, no one wants to address those issues. But the bigger issue at hand was going on there, uh, especially with them finding a general manager last week and uh, Herney, who's been there for a while. Uh, heads are going to roll. Um, and it's time. It's one time. of the things I don't like is the, I don't feel like they've called a game. They didn't do anything to help Cam in terms of bringing in weapons, and their play call is so limited, they took away the, their most solid formula, and that's running the ball. And so the best antidote to help a young, struggling quarterback is a running game. Right. The second next thing is to you put your tight end, use things in your game for your tight end, and you're, they're not utilizing Olsen. And then you have Steve Smith, who's getting, you know, even last year he did well, but he's getting longer than two. Yeah, no, and I also, I also think that there's a big frustration, too. I mean, it's really tough, uh, I'm sure, for Cam to be able to go from, you know, coming out and making it seem and feel real easy, and people are telling him, you know, hey, you know, you're making it look easy, you're making it look easy, and then to come back the next year and feel like, you know, you should have the same kind of success, you know, because you've had a full off offseason, uh, but you haven't really added any more weapons to your team, you know, than, than you did last year. And and Barry, everybody knows you now. Everybody gets it. Everybody knows you can win games. Everybody knows you can run. Everybody knows you're a very physical guy. So everybody's going to plan accordingly. And you're not having that same success. And I'm sure that's got to be frustrating for him. True. And I'll say this. When they drafted him, they knew his strength is his very weakness. His charismatic nature is what, you know, because he illuminates a room when he's happy. Right. And everybody sees that. But you know he goes through extremes, ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, and I saw that after the Cardinals game. I mean, uh, when he lost his very first game after throwing 400 and something yards, if you would have saw him in, a, in the tunnel, and I did, I was standing like three feet from him, and, you know, he was telling people to get out of his way and things like that. And I made a note last year. I said something to one of my homeboys. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I would want him on my team. Right. Because you don't want your quarterback to be hyper-emotional. Exactly. And that's what you have with him. It's a certain temperament that you need. And his high highs and low lows is not one that's going for, you know, to be the face of a franchise. Well, that's not what you want. No, I hear uh, you. Well, let's, let's take, let's take a break. Hold that okay. thought. And then we'll take a break. And then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about that. All right. All right. Darnell Autry. Katie Voice of America. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. 
America Sports. Lockdown coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, Shoshana. I appreciate that. So you know it. Word. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, we were just finishing up with uh, with Cam and how you thought he was. He's a little bit more emotional than you'd like to be as a, as a, like him yeah, to be as a. I feel like he's a little bit more temperamental, and when you get that out of your leader, out of your quarterback, it, it doesn't it doesn't build stability. When you want to go, when you go in a huddle, you want to see a guy that's unfrazzled. You want to see a guy that's leading you, uh, right. and, and, and he's the calm of the storm. Whether he's twenty three or thirty three, that's what you want to see, right. and that's not what you get with Cam. And I guess they never had to know that because Cam, all they saw with him to that point was wins, right, right, wins, wins, and success, right? Yeah, you know, and we've talked about this a lot of times. Early success is sometimes the worst thing that could ever happen to a young man. No, it can. Or anyone. Agreed. It, it's 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 one of those life things, you know. I, I, I like I said, I'm I'm working on, and I want to write a book about about how the early, how early successes can also be your it's the gift and the curse. You know, the, the it opens up your your expectations, right? And then when reality sets in, or you don't do anything to continue those those uh, those level of successes, then then you struggle a lot. Yeah, and I've seen it a lot, even with coaching, uh, just being overseas. I, I remember our very first game, we won 71-0, to zero, and they called the game in the third. Right. <laughs> and so at that point, and th- then in Italy, we won 31-3. to like three. And so and for me, I was scared because I was like, wow, 
these guys think we've arrived. They don't realize how many mistakes that we made. And so I went in that Monday to make all the corrections, right? And I'm looking like the crazy guy because I'm saying, you guys really didn't do anything. But in their mind, they're hearing 71 points, 38 or 31 points. What are you talking about, guy? Right. No, absolutely. In both cases, you know, well, we won the next game, but the third game in both situations, we lost. And they just, their bubble popped and to a point where almost of not being able to revive them. Yeah, no, I think I think that's uh, I think in, in in my experience, and I've and I've been on a couple of good teams where you know I think the the key is to keep the team even keeled regardless of what the outcomes of the games are. You know, good, bad, and different. You keep them on an even keel to where you want them to continue to improve every week, but at the same time, uh, know that you know it takes a lot of effort and a lot of work to continue to be successful. And it just doesn't happen just because you've won one game or two games, or even if you won ten games in a row, it's that eleventh and twelfth game that you need to to really focus on and, and finish out the season. Absolutely. So, um, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Blas user. I thought it was interesting. It was a nice little look at the at, at some of the rookies of the year. I mean, the rookies that came in, you know, with the mm-hmm. boy Richardson and but Richardson, I think he got dinged. Then he got dinged that game. Yeah, he, so, he, he, he's a little battered. Period. So. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you, as a rookie, you get to, you get to carry the ball what you know twenty games, twenty times a game, twenty five, thirty times a game in the pros. That's that's no joke. Exactly. Uh, Green Bay smashed uh, St. Lou. No surprise there. I yeah. don't think uh, Oakland um, doesn't necessarily crush Jacksonville, but they, I mean, they showed I- up. Yeah, MJD gets hurt. I mean, but I told you that was the toilet bowl game. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh gets Cincinnati. I, I was, uh, uh, I was a little bit surprised. I thought Cincinnati had a little bit more in the tank. Yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Sidetown and the Lions. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Charles Tillman, the peanut, is doing his thing. Yeah, I mean, for for him to still be as uh, to be as old as he is, and again, I don't think he's anywhere near as f- physically gifted as some of the other corners out in the league. But he does. He he's a veteran. He's a very smart corner. He he plays. He knows. You know, they're all, he knows their their passing tree better than they do. Exactly, and he causes turnovers, and he scores touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. He yes, has he more does. This year than Calvin Johnson. Right, exactly, absolutely, <laughs> and that's hardcore. And for that, and I'm, this is not going out there too far, but to say that he could be considered him Briggs for Player of the Year is not far fetched. No, it's not far fetched. But we'll, what would be far fetched is if they don't continue to win games. That's going to be the problem. Yeah. You know, that's going to be the problem is is winning games and still being able to do your thing and contribute to a winning team because, as you know, you know, most of the time people like to vote for winners and people that went to playoffs and blah, blah, blah for these kinds of awards. So, Yeah, I, I think, though, it it all goes back to smoking Jay Cutler. And I think that, well, it, it goes deeper than that. Take the game out of Jay's hands. Right. Call a game. You have Matt Forte. You have Michael Big Banging Bush. Right. <laughs> Keep the Michael people. Burning Bush, yes. Yeah, dude, he says, like, did you see him last week? Yeah, he was, he, I mean, he was, he was trying to get it in. There's no doubt about it. He was still trying to get, but I still think Forte's the guy there. I mean, obviously, he's still the man. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, Forte is complete. 
but then when you add that dimension to what you have, yeah, it, can it, be, it becomes a long day for defense. Yeah, it could be it could be a problem. It could be it could be quite the 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 issue for defenses, especially if they're if Jay is also throwing the ball to your boy to to Mr. Marshall, and it's actually working. I mean, that I think that weapon wise, Bears got a nice little balance. Minus yeah. their offensive line. If the offensive line doesn't show up, then that's a problem across the board. Obviously, yeah, that's every team. That's any. That's at every level. If you can't block, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. It doesn't matter how good your wide receivers are. If you can't block, then that's that. So yeah, but you can. What you can do is highlight that the uh, assets of your O line. You know, maybe they're not as gifted, but you know what? You do some more draws. You do some screens and keep those. You do different launching points. You can make a bad lineman, a group of linemen, look pretty good, and then you could take your few shots down the field because now you have defenses. Again, it's it's a very few and far between shots because if you don't get those shots, then let the frustration and the sacks begin because then you're behind already, and now you find yourself in a situation like when the when the Bears are good. Their offensive linemen are getting in the way of people. They're making good blocks. They're, you know, they're they're doing their thing. When they're bad, they're sacked nine times. They're, you know, missed. They're all starting. They're they're missing blocks. I mean, it's it's it, it just it gets really really bad. Yeah, but some of that still falls on Jay Cutler too. And I, the reason why I say this is he has a tendency to hold on to the ball too long because of his bad mechanics. Because he does get single vision. He's like, okay, I'm going to look for Brandon Marshall. And that's all I'm looking at. No, and I agree. I'm gonna wait, and I'm going to wait, and then bam. So I mean, it, it's it's a universal problem within that team. I'm I would like to see him disperse the ball a little bit more to different people and throw to his checkdown, which was something he did not do in the first half. And finally, they got on him, and he started doing it because I was on Facebook going crazy. I was like, throw it to your checkdown. He was just looking downfield. He wouldn't even throw to his checkdown. Right. No. Uh, agreed. Agreed. I think it's. It's what 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 happens first, you know. You don't throw it to your check down um, because you think that you got your, your offensive linemen are going to give you enough time. They don't give you enough time, so you get sacked, and then you know you start you know getting pissed off at people because you know they're not giving you enough time to throw the deep ball. When hey, listen, you know what it is. This this route is what it is. You need to drop it down, and you're not doing that. So the offensive linemen are going, well, we can't block them forever, you know. So it's it's a like I said, I think most I think with every. Uh, uh, a team, obviously, there's 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 more than one. I don't think there's one player, or one position that that makes or breaks a team. Uh, but you put multiple situations at one time, and it and it could be a disaster. And it is a disaster. Not could be. It is a disaster. Exactly. But I still. That's why I say I think you go down and you get a little bit more diversity in what you're play calling. And with Jay, he has when he does that, he'll you know build a little bit more confidence and getting his eyes looking in different areas. Because, like I said uh, last week, I just felt like he it was cover sacks. It wasn't sacks necessarily at times or some of the times because of the O-line. A lot of times it was him not going to the next level or, you know, he's seeing it's not there and trying to force it and just checking it down. We have a running back that's five yards upfield that's open or eight yards and you only need seven. Yeah, and I and I and I got to be honest. When I was watching Detroit play them, and I was like, "Wow!" The whole time I was watching, I'm like, "Man, you know, I couldn't help but think about when you were saying like when 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 Sue was the 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 what, what would you call him the the bad guy of the league. 
he was he was tough to deal with, right? He mm-hmm. was a force to be reckoned with. Now that he's the kind of the nicer guy, and or or not necessarily the nicer guy, but he's trying to stay out of out of the media, if you will. Uh, he's it doesn't seem like he's been as productive. And it's a true thing. They kind of took him what lights his fire. You've taken out the you know gas meter. Now you just have a flame, and you know you ignite that bad boy. And he goes again. And I think that, you know, because the league has, you know, been getting on Schwartz and getting on him and getting on Farley, and now everybody's watching their back, uh, I, I think you've taken away what drives the kid. Right. And I, and I, I don't think as much as he's a dirty player as he is, he's just, when he's on the field, he's a madman. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think time will tell. That's for sure. Yeah. Time will tell. Let's let's uh, let's at least start yeah. this. Uh, let's let's start a little bit of these, this prediction here, uh, yeah. and then we'll we'll wrap it up with the predictions here too. So uh, let's get let's get in the first couple. Uh, Carolina at the Bears. Carolina at the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, I think I think the Bears, and I think Camfield's a pick to the house. By the way. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm noting, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting that they're, they're going to go to him into like a, a one of those flat routes, and and someone's going to undercut that and take it to the house. Yep, I, I would have to agree with you on that one. Uh, Chargers at the Browns. Mm, I will take Cleveland. Really? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on San Diego, and then they don't necessarily wow. travel well. Are you sure? I said it. Okay. All right. Well, you're sure that's your final answer. Uh, I'll take the Chargers. Uh, Grant, make sure you write that down. I took the Chargers. <laughs> I took the Browns on that one. That's that. Uh, man, I, I don't. Words, words can't even. I don't even know what to say about that one because I, I, I don't. I don't see how that how yeah. that can happen. Uh, all I want to hear from you next week is you're right. That's all. Fair all enough. Right, fair, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I'll give you that. All right. Let's take a break. And then we'll uh, we'll finish up with all the other picks. All right, we'll be back. Uh, Darnell Autry, Voice America OTS. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Fantasy sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play fantasy sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back uh, trying to wrap up some of our uh, our picks for the week uh, JD just uh, shocked the planet and all the earth and went with uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm shocked. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say, but I'm going to continue to talk anyway. Uh, that's hardcore, man. Hardcore. It is what it is. So yeah. Seattle at Detroit. Uh, you know, I, I like Detroit. I like Detroit at home. I like them to try to get out physical uh, Seattle. I think Seattle's going to come in with that, with that chip that they usually do, and hopefully Detroit responds. I'm going to go with Seattle on this one. I think that they're going to come. They're, they know the formula to run a ball. You take away Calvin Johnson, you take away the Detroit Lions. And, you know, with uh, Burleson kind of dinged up and everything else, they're a very one-dimensional team. Mm, 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 mm. Jacksonville at, uh, at the, Pat- at the Patri- uh, not the Patriots, at the uh, Packers. I am going to take not Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm going to take not Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, Colts at Tennessee. I'm going to go with Indy. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm I'm taking Tennessee on this. I think Chris Johnson has another coming out party on against against the Colts. I think he shows up again, and I I need him too because everybody. Honestly, I wonder. I do think a lot about whether or not these players really hear the 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 fantasy players and how they scream at them and how frustrated they are with with them. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if Chris Johnson constantly hears, "Come on, you gonna show up this week or what?" You know? Oh, you know he does. Of course he does. Of course he does. I don't know if it's any more motivating. I mean, again, I got a hundred million. Yeah, easy care less. Yeah, I could care less, but I. Hundred million dollars reasons to just do what I do. That's it, regardless. Exactly. Uh, Patriots at Rams. Patriots. Yeah, I'll take the Patriots as well. Um, Dolphins at the Jets. I'm going to go. Welcome to Miami, even though they're at, in New Jersey. Wow, really? Yeah, I, I think it, I, I think the Jets are a team ready to implode. Even though they're talking about putting some hot sauce on Reggie uh, Bush, I think it is not. I, I, I believe the Jets have a better team than the Dolphins, but unless they play Tim Tebow, uh, yeah, I, I think that they don't have a chance. Wow. Well, I, I'm taking the Jets. Uh, I think the Jets got a chance at home. I think that they, they still they still score enough to to beat the to beat the uh, Dolphins. That I do think. Atlanta at uh, Philly. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go at ATL. And I think it's I think this is a great game for this week only because both of them were on by, and they both had a whole whole week to prepare, right? Mm-hmm. To heal up, prepare for each other, and I fully expect uh, Philadelphia to come out ready to rock. So I'm gonna take Philly on this one, even though I think like you. That I think Atlanta has a better overall team. Uh, 
Uh, I still think that Philadelphia is going to be ready to rock at home. Well, there you have it. And then, and then that's that. And then that's how that goes down. Uh, Redskins at Steelers. Man, there's a part of me that wants to go with the Steelers. And so I'm going to go with them. <laughs> Fair enough. And you know, I was really surprised that Alfred Morris is his is rushing. I mean, he's in top five right now. Yeah, he's uh, other fantasy back, so I'm not complaining. No, no, I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're not. But man, uh yeah, I, I think I'll take the Steelers as well. Hostile territory, uh, and I don't know that. I don't. I don't know that the the Redskins have enough weapons to beat them. Yeah. Uh, Raiders at Chiefs. Hmm. I'm going to go with Kansas City, believe it or not. Yeah, I think there's going to be a fight in that game, and I think I'm going to go with. Go ahead and say the Chiefs. That's what you want to say. Kansas City is a hard place to play. No, I'm going to take the Raiders. Now, I just went contrary to my belief. And clearly, I just made that up, I guess, somewhere back when I was a kid. I was like, wow, it must be really hard to play in Kansas City. Uh, I'm going with the Raiders. Okay, and I use your logic to select the Chiefs. So. Okay, okay, well, let's see, let's see how that works out for you. Uh, Giants and Cowboys. I always, I love when these two teams get together, always. I love yeah. it. I really do. I think, I think every year when they get together, there's always enough, uh, Drama and chaos and physicality in this in this game, regardless of how one sided it is. If you never, if you didn't look at the score, right, you'd look at the game like, wow, this game is really, really close, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way it always feels like to me when I turn it on. I'm like, oh, it's really close. And you look at the score, it's like, oh, Giants thirty, uh, Cowboys ten. You know, like, oh, they're getting dominated. But man, you sure think that they were in it to win it? Mm-hmm. So who you got? I have the Giants. I think New York is not going to lose twice. Jerry Jones uh, open his mouth, and the boys from New York. Yeah, I think they. I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I think Cruz is getting ready to have it. It's a fast track. I think they're getting ready to do the complete thing to him. So I, I take the Giants too. Uh, Saints at Broncos. Denver. Yeah, man. And, and you know, it's funny that we we talked earlier about it uh, during the break, and you and you had mentioned how. What a frustrating season this has got to be, probably for uh, well, this has got to be for for Drew Brees. Yeah, got to be extremely and, frustrating. And, and then you're going up to Denver, so you're not on turf. I mean, you're in a cold, high altitude, and yeah, it's not a it's not a game that they often uh, environment that that the Saints really get a chance to play in. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. And I don't know if there's supposed to be snow this weekend, but I know it's getting cold around the, around the country. Hell, it's at the end of October, so it should be should be getting yeah. cold everywhere. Forty uh, Niners at the Cardinals. Forty Niners are going to blast Arizona. Oh, I hate it for the Cards. You know, I really do. And and I think. And somebody said to me earlier today that uh, that uh, Vernon Davis has a field day on on the Cardinals, and I don't know why. I don't know why this person said that. I don't know why they think that. But and yeah, I, because I, they don't. I think this year's team matches up with them better. But in the past, the linebackers have been a little bit slow on the feet to right. uh, 
catch up with them. Yeah, no, I think I think this year I think they've got I think they've got enough young. Washington's talented. I think uh, Paris is talented. Mm-hmm. I think they got I think they got some they got some linebackers I think this year that can that can run with them. I I, I think that and I, I got Vernon Davis in one of my leagues and I need him to show up this week. You know? Yeah, I don't think he'll disappoint. No, you think he'll be ready to rock? Yeah, even though I'm going against you. I, I'm trying to help you out on this one. No, no, I, I appreciate that. I'm also taking the 49ers. Uh, and I'm going to wrap this up. We got two minutes. I'm going to wrap this up with some, uh, with my Northwestern cats. I, I got to talk a little bit about them. They're six and two overall right now, two and two in the Big Ten. They got Iowa this week. It's a huge game. They come to us. This has always been our red letter game. I don't know why, but it just is. I, I Words can't tell you how excited I am and how pumped up I am to see uh, Iowa come into town. <laughs> I, 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 I'm so geeked. I don't. I don't even know. I think uh, we've had their number four the last five years. Uh, I, I believe they may have beat us last year, uh, but this year I think I think we've I think we got something special for them, as we do every year. Well, I'm going with the Cats, even though I'm not a Northwestern guy. I'm excited about that game, and I'm also excited about the Northwestern Oklahoma game. The the Notre Dame, I mean, you mean? Notre Dame. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, that's another game that I'll be interested to see because it's it's everybody's talking pretty big about that. So yeah, I'll be interested to see what the outcome is of that game as well. But as always, I want my cats to 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 do the complete thing. Uh, wrap it up really quickly. World Series. Uh, Giants lead the the Detroit Tigers two zero. Any surprise there? Have you been paying attention to any of that? Not a surprise. I picked the Giants to win it, and I'm talking mad stuff to my Michigan people out here in the Valley because I just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two that eight rights, just to throw them in. Uh, Lance Lance Armstrong, come on with that dog. Stop it. Don't be that guy. Uh, And the St. Louis Cardinals, come on with that. Up 3-0, and you guys couldn't make it happen. That's hardcore. Absolutely hardcore. (laughs) <laughs> tough. That's tough. Tough to digest, man. Tough to digest. Well, JDs are as always. You the man. Appreciate it. Appreciate your uh, you being the guy on, on our team. Hey, Darnell, have a fun with you. I mean, can't wait to see you in the studio next week. And thank you all for listening to us this week. Absolutely, we appreciate. It. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week, Darnell Autry. Jerry Harris. Voice America OTS. We'll be back next week. Thank you. All right. Peace. See you, brother. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show. Sleep, sleep, sleep.